Yeah. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, topics, stipulations, first down, played it. Presenting topics for kind, easy to time, braid it. Facts, keys to the city, we are locking the statements. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Keys to the City from All Noise Radio. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. You can, we are streaming at Spotify, iTunes, Amazon. We're all over the place. We are back from our two-week layoff. But we, a lot of things are happening in the past couple weeks. We'll talk about it. The Mets and Yankees. Who is the hotter team in New York right now? We'll talk about all that. Is it a make-or-break series for the Mets? And we'll be joined. Yes, he will not be in person. But somehow we will still... Make time for Joe Aguirre to talk about the red-hot Bronx Bombers and home field advantage in the playoffs. We'll talk about that as well. Trev, there's a lot of positivity coming out of New York. You know, we've we've done the show for two years now straight, maybe a little bit longer. And a lot of times, you know, we talk a lot of New York sports. And, you know, we're a little biased because majority of the teams that we we like and we follow. So we're New York fans. If you don't know that by except, now, for two, except, except for the Knicks. For people that have been watching us, if you do not know that we are New York fans by now, then you should start watching our show a little more or you should just stop watching because we are diehard New York fans except what Ted just stated. We are not, and I repeat, New York Knicks fans. We are complete opposite of New York. But I'm a Laker and you're a Magic fan. But like you said... But we're also not biased. And, and, and that's we don't try like. to be. People might tend to think we're biased, but we don't try to be biased. We try to give a proper medium field in the you know and of course when, a, and when a we middle have, field and when we're, we're talking to, about like the Giants or the Yankees we're coming from as a Yankee or Giant fan and what the standpoint and we knock them a lot of times and there's some negativity but what I've seen in the last two weeks now we didn't do the show last week we had a great time at Muni I for, the West, I, I, for the West Haven Golf our Tournament cha- our yearly charity event charity event golf tournament one of the best I've ever shot at uh, on that day and our team, we played very well as well. We, you did great too. Our team played well. My, it was last, shot, the, my last shot, I said it was great. We both played day. great. Never shot with a driver. I mean, we crazy had, enough to think, but it was a great day. That's why we were we in there. We had fam with us. We had, yes, we had our family there. We had dad. We were representing Keys of the City. Everybody wearing our Keys of the City shirts. We were there, but we are back, and a lot has changed. For the good. For the good. Well, like I said, New York sports, good things happen in baseball, football as well. And I was just showing, Ted. I know you. You like you love this time, but you also deep down kind of ah, get irritated because of the factor that with this weather coming down and it's gonna start getting a little cooler. Not yet. No, it's not. Not it's yet. It's gonna. It's not. It's not 90 degrees right now, but it is getting cooler. And you know what that means? The boys of fall are back. And ladies and gentlemen, remain calm. Football is back. And I'm very excited, but it's preseason. But to just see football back in general, before we get into the rookie quarterbacks, Daniel Jones impresses, Kyler Murray impresses, Dwayne Haskins had moments, but he also had rookie moments. It's one game. We're going to get an all to that. But we have to start with the New York football giants. Also, callers are welcomed as well. I know we got some Jeff fans, Giant fans. If you want to call... Please do so. Give us your take. Met fans, Yankees, please call if you want any time. We'll also be talking about the Field of Dreams Yankees-White Sox game next year, how that could be very intriguing come that 
The phone number to call if you do want to call in is 203-812-0281. That's 203-812-0281. We're not going to give a fast like they all do in, on the radio because I don't know how you guys, anybody can ever hear it. But let's start with those New York football giants. And everybody wants to bash us. And we posted stuff and we were very excited. Let me say that again. We were excited. We're not saying the guy's going to the Hall of Fame. We're not saying he's going to be the starter right now. But what we saw last night was progress in the right direction and development by Daniel Jones. I was excited. I have confidence now. And we have a plan. And also, intriguingly enough, was the head coach, Pat Shermer had great confidence, and listen to what he has to say after last night's game. Yeah, he looked pretty good, didn't he? We sort of knew that when we picked him. It seems to be surprising to people outside our building. <laughs> it's not to us. I keep saying that. And so we'll just see how far he takes us. That was the head coach of the New York Giants, Pat Shermer. Kind of a little, a little arrogance to it, but you know what? I love it. I like that because we didn't see that from Pat Shermer last year. He's got the utmost confidence now rolling, running forward with Daniel Jones. And everybody wanted to bash us. Look, ladies and gentlemen, back in April, there was not a bigger critic, a bigger anti-Daniel Jones fan than this guy right here, okay? I bashed the New York Giants. I said if the New York Giants draft this kid, it will be the biggest mistake in Giant history. Ladies and gentlemen, I stand here saying that I said that because I was angry. Does that mean I'm going to change my view on the New York Giants? Does that mean I'm going to drop this team and say screw this team or I forget about this team and say I'm not a Giant fan anymore? No, I was not happy the night of that, but seeing last night, that's what I want to see. I want to see development. I want to see progress for this team and Daniel Jones specifically because now the kid can play. Look, I know he played backups. He played second stringers and third stringers. I'm not saying he's going to be uh, the next coming of Dan Marino or, or a Hall of Fame quarterback, but the kid did his part. And if Giants fans remember, they also booed Phil Sims when they took him from Moorhead State. So listen, and, I, and I'm in the same boat, Trev. I'm going to back up your statement and say I, was the same, I had the same feeling. We both, when we, listen, when we did our pre-draft show, we talked about the Giants. What was their biggest need? We felt pass rush. We needed to get a quarterback. And quarterback was now, the, yes. Now, we know they need a quarterback. Eli has... He's has, done. He's, do, he's done. He's it, at the end of his road. He really is at the end of the road. And this should be his last season, okay? We, but we saw positivity at the end of the season last year with Eli Manning. We and the did. team as a whole. The team, okay? They should have won against the Dallas Cowboys last game of the season. They were up against the Colts. The defense couldn't hold the lead. Mm -hmm. Now, listen, everyone has an opinion. Of course. that We're in the, we're in the, we're in the age of social media where everyone thinks What are we called? We're called fans for a reason. Now, we talked about this last night when I got home from work. I said, listen, we're fans, just like most of the other people. We have an opinion. Everyone has an opinion. Everyone thinks they have an opinion that matters. Even, pe even people like this. I, even when we yeah. watch on ESPN, Fox Sports, when you listen to the radio show host, that doesn't mean that they're one. They're the same people as us. They're just making bigger paychecks than us. They are fans. They are fans of these teams, and that's what we and, are. And now they might say they're experts, but no one's an expert. The only person that really matters are the people in that, in that, in that locker room. Or in that campus. That okay. organization. Yeah. With that being said, 
when I posted great start or whatever I posted about Daniel great Jones. Great start for Daniel Jones. Jones. One right down. Great start. And you said it perfectly. It was against majority of the second, ste- second team and some of the starters on the first team. Now, I know there wasn't Jamal Adams and Wendell Williams wasn't out there and there were some other guys, but it doesn't matter. What we wanted to see as Giant fans is we want to see progress. Now, listen, if he came out and was like 2 for 10, like 13 yards or 27 yards. And a pick six a pick or something. Or, or, or he just didn't throw any touchdowns. What would we be saying? We'd be bashing him. We'd be knocking him. We'd say, the reason why, that's the reason why we told you not to pick him. Guess what? He was 5 for 5. 67 yards and a touchdown went right down the field. Now, if, listen, if you watch the game, I'm reading out the thing. Now, first play of the game, we didn't notice it from the naked eye, but Shermer came out and said, listen, Daniel Jones didn't send the tight end in motion like it was. So that's a mental mistake. That's something that he'll get better at. But there's but, mistakes. These kids are going to learn. But all his throws were accurate. They were on time. They were they had great placement. And the one he hit for um, Fowler on the 27-yarder on the crossing route, yeah. you saw it. Progression. Now, he had time in the pocket, and that's what we talk about all the time with football. If a quarterback has time, he's going to do well. And that's the thing with Eli. When Eli the, gets time, he progr- he does well. So he made his reads. He went through his progression. Yes. And the touchdown pass, Last, listen, he could have hit the check down, but he didn't. He had a perfect pass to Benny Fowler in the corner of the end zone, and I went like this. Congratulations, man. A round of I'm ball, happy. And I, you saw the excitement put a, on the giant sideline. It put a smile and, on my face. It put a smile on my face to see the, the team come Join him after the linemen hugging him, celebrating Barkley him. And Barkley and Shepard going insane. You know what? Look, I know Odell Beckham Jr. is gone, and he is a, a past memory now. We know that. But now we look to the future. I know this team right now is not in a league to win right now in – in the sense of winning a Super Bowl. They're not, going, for the they're not going to be in contention of winning a Super Bowl this year. What I wanted to see last night was Daniel Jones to come in Play smart, deliver good throws, his show progressions, pro- show progress. go through his reads, make the right proper footwork as well in the pocket, Trip. not be flustered. And that's what I saw with a guy. I saw a guy also had good protection. And that's one of the biggest things that we've been talking for Giant as Giant fans. Now, Trev, we've as, seen- Hold on. As Giant fans, that's one of the biggest things we've been talking about as well is the protection of Eli Manning and the protection last night of Daniel Jones. And for the one series, the offensive line stood their ground and did their part. Yes, they're going against backups, but that's what I want to see. An offensive line, we're not seeing Eric Flowers on his you-know-what, on his rear end getting destroyed again. We're seeing Mike Remmers. We're seeing Kevin Slider. Uh, Willie Hernandez, and we're seeing Soldier as well. No, uh, and, I, uh, and Pulley what, what, and Ryan Pulley as well. What I was trying to interrupt you it was all I was going to say is we've heard this since day one. When he came into camp, when the rookies came into camp early um, April, he they said he looked good. He he had moments where he was progression. Now what we've seen from camp is if you've gone on Twitter or Instagram, you've seen him make great throws. He hit Perkins down the sidelines for like a 58 yard touchdown the other day. He's shown progression. Now he's also made some mistakes. Yes, but we, they but, but listen, they all do. If, if you want if you want to nitpick every guy. Go ahead. Now, we can go through all the games last night, and we can pick and falls and go through a bunch of other things. But from the perspective of where we're coming from, it was a great start. Now, listen, like you said perfectly, we didn't say he's going to be Pat Shermer said it best as well. Go ahead. In that phone, and we didn't get it on there, but he said it best. Slow your roll. Everybody relax. It's one game, but I'm happy. And everybody wants to jump on us that's saying, oh, well, you didn't like this pick. 
I didn't like this pick, but it doesn't mean I'm going to change my team yeah, but, or say, okay. I'm done with this team because they picked a guy I didn't want. But Who cares? You live with it. You move on from it, and you become the fan and stay the fan that you've always been since the day you're born. And I'm going to ride with Daniel Jones until he's gone, whether he pans out to be a great quarterback or pans out to be a bad quarterback. I will live and die by... Daniel Jones, like I lived and die by Eli Manning for the past 15, 16 years. And just it just happens. That's what fans do. So-called fans nowadays. So for anybody that continues to say fake fans, so people that want to continuously say, oh, well, you bashed the pick. You didn't like it. Yes, that is a fact. I did not like the pick. I thought it was a bad pick. I did not like where the pick was at the time at six. Where you, I thought he could have still been there at 17. They but took you have him. To live they with believed it. in him. They thought he was the right guy, right guy, right Quarterback for this team at the right and guess time. what? They went with it. The kid played good last night. He went. He did all the right things last night. Now I'm not saying the kid's going to Canton, okay? So for everybody that thinks the kid's going to Canton, relax. Oh, hold on. Because I'm not hold saying hold on, that. Hold on, hold on. I'm just sick and tired uh, get of people. Get, I know. Get off I'm the Canton. He's not. Listen. I, but I'm sick I, and tired listen, of people thinking that I think this Shine kid's already the greatest quarterback in the world, we listen, which I don't. We listen to Adam Shine on the way up. He should not be the day one starter. No, he should no, not. He no, he should not. Absolutely not. But what I want to give see, him time. What I want to see is progression. I want to see how he does next Friday night when he goes against the Bears. I want to see how he does week three and preseason. I want to see if they even play him in week four. I want to see that he gets better and better every week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the Philadelphia Eagles when they drafted Donovan McNabb? They booed the hell out of him. Yes. Okay? Yes. But what did he do? He led them to like four straight NFC, NFC I mean, championships. I mean, how about he that? He led them to a Super Bowl. Now, they didn't win a Super Bowl with him, but to think that all those so-called fans booed him and wanted to run him out of stadium, and then, you know, he's like in the ring of honor. Listen, I didn't like the Eli pick. When I, went, when I remember 2004, I wanted the Giants to take Bing Ben. Roethlisberger out of Miami. I liked him because he had the size, he had the strength. I watched his games at Miami, him, Miami of Ohio. He had athleticism, and I yeah. thought the way he threw the ball would work in New York because of the wind and the factor and everything else. And I didn't think Eli was gonna. But would you, you know ch- would you change that now? Listen, how can would I you cha- change that? No, because Eli okay, won two that's Super all I want. Bowl. That's all I'm asking. Listen, I'm, I'm, asking. I'm not going to change anything. I'm not going to go back in time. If they had Big Ben, I still think they would win two Super Bowls like they did. I think you should change your hairstyle. <laughs> If there's something you should change, it's probably your hairstyle because you've been. But well, you you were getting ran and raving about the Hall of Fame, and I'm saying no because I've seen people. I've I've seen with the comments. That's why. We're not overhyping it. He might come out next week and go two for ten for thirty eight yards and look not good and look like crap. Yes. Okay, but is he getting better? At the end of the day, if you're a true Giant fan, okay, you're a Giant fan and you're not going to waver. And it's okay to bash the Giants. I do. I can bash the Giants, but I also am the first person that's going to praise the Giants because I'm a Giant fan. You live and die with them. I bleed big blue. But I bleed big blue. You might not agree with the pick. You might not agree with last pick with Barkley. But at the end of the day, if you're a Giant fan, all you want to see is them produce and make your team successful. People are if, still talking. Here's the if, thing, Ted. If people- Daniel Jones plays well for the rest of his career. Then we got a franchise quarterback. Then we got. And- that's exactly what Gettleman wanted. That's what we wanted. Wait. That's what we wanted as fans, right? I know we didn't get Darnold or we didn't get Rosen. But look at Rosen's situation now or Josh Allen. Look. We needed a franchise quarterback. 
We drafted a franchise quarterback. Now, yes, he was drafted at a, at a point that we thought was too high for him, but still, we needed a franchise quarterback. Dave Gettleman went franchise quarterback first round, okay? We know that people were upset about it, disagreed with it, but I also, angry. Hold on. They were frustrated, But I will also furious. say if the Giants do play poorly, but that's what we wanted. I, think, I believe it's week 11, they have the bye week. I think that's the time when they should make the move after Depends the bye Depends on where they're at. No, I said if they're playing poorly, yeah, that's the perfect time. You give him the you give him the bye week plus the week to prepare for the team, and you let him finish the stretch. Now, if he hey, listen, if Eli's playing good and the Giants are playing well, I think you got to ride with Eli. Let him finish the season until either he gets hurt mm-hmm. or the team is out of the playoff race. And if it's week thirteen and the Giants are out of the playoff race, then you play Daniel Jones. You play him for the last because, four, five weeks. And I, and I'll end it on this with the Daniel Jones thing. I think at the end of the day, the Giants want to see what he's going to be for the future. Now, you're going to see what will be in the preseason. But I think at one point or some point or another, they have to see him in a regular season. Now, unless Eli or the Giants are 10-6 and six or 9-7 and seven, and they're going to be in the playoffs, then I don't want him in. But if, if they're out of the playoffs, you've got to get Daniel Jones at least two or three game starts in just to see what he's going to be like for the future and for the next year. The Kansas City Chiefs played Mahomes week 17. They were in the playoffs. Alex Smith sat. They played Mahomes. Just want to get him some game experience. Okay? At the end of the day, that's what you want to say. Now, overall, the Giants, I like what I saw last night from the Giants team. That's all I care about is Daniel Jones progressing in the right direction and this New York Giant team as a whole going in the right direction. My last thing about this Daniel Jones thing. Yes, it's one game, but if he continues to play, I think the Giants now have a plan. Now they know what they're going to get. Like Ted said. He was supposed to play more last night. I know, but like Ted stated, he comes in and has a bad outing. What are we saying then? What are we going to be saying? He's not ready for it. They made a major mistake. The kid came in, played well. Now the Giants can look back and say, hey, guess what, fans? We have a plan moving forward. Once Eli is done, whether it's this year or next year, Daniel Jones will be our guy. Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley will be the two cornerstones moving forward for the New York Giants. So Giant fans, be excited and be happy. Because there is a plan going forward. But let's slow the roll and let's wait and see what happens. Like Coach Shermer said. Let's shift over to the other two rookie quarterbacks. The two guys that were, that were in this comparison with Daniel Jones. The three major quarterbacks. Kyler Murray looked good. And that's what we're going to see from Kyler Murray a lot. I know he's 5'9". And he's always going to get that short comparison and stuff. He's too short. He can't do it. I thought he looked pretty good last night. Six for looked, seven, looked, four, 44 looked, yards, no touchdowns or interceptions. I don't care about that. No, I know. I don't even care I'll about the stats. I'm just giving the stats. No, I know. Here, listen. He looked, he looked smooth. He looked poised. He looked comfortable. That's, I saw some that's of the plays. That's my that biggest Kingsbury, thing. Quick throws. He got the ball. Listen, what I noticed last night, especially in the Giants and the, and, and the Arizona thing, was that the coaches put the quarterbacks in positions to succeed quick and early. Get the ball out of their hands quick. Make it a decision. Listen, ride with it and go with it. That's Kyle, listen, Kyle Murray. You know, listen. He was, he was smooth. He quick. He's really quick, and we knew that. That's my biggest thing. I think he's going to be a combination of Michael Vick and Mahomes, but a smaller version. It's going to be a mini me. That's my biggest 
thing about rookie quarterbacks. I want to see – I don't care about the stats. I don't care if they throw for 150 yards or something. I want to see how they t- come into the moment. Poise. You're coming in to be the next proclaimed franchise quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals, for the Washington Redskins, for the New York Giants. I want to see you come in poised, confident, composed. I want to see how you handle the tough situations. I want to see how you handle, like Kyler Murray last night, well, think about- backed up and inside his five-yard line. That's exactly what I was going to that, that says a lot right there. On his first now, drive. I know, I know he didn't, they didn't score any points, but he still moved the ball to say this kid could orchestrate a good offense. If Cliff Kingsbury... It's going to be the right man for Kyler Murray. I don't think the any, moment, the moment think, didn't seem too big. Here's my thing. I don't think I know, another coach. Okay, think about it. I don't think another coach could implement his system and Kyler Murray being successful other than I Cliffs do. Kingsbury. I, I think do. Kingsbury. I think a Sean McVay. I think Kingsbury would is the right guy for Kyler Murray. I I'll, think he's the perfect match. I'll name three coordinators. I think Josh McDaniels nah. from New England because nope. I already I, saw him do it. You know, I no, I know he can because he's done it with multiple quarterbacks hmm. in multiple nope. teams. Yes, he can. I don't know. And if you look at New England, they're, they're he's like, done it with Brady. They're like. He did it with Tebow for I'm, a year I'm and a half, two years. Those animals that camouflage them and always change. Chameleon. Chameleon. That's Chameleon. how like the New England Patriots are. One week they're five wide spread you out. Next week they're double tight end in the running ball. He could. He would be a smart guy. I like Sean McVay. Yeah. Think about what he's done for. He's the per- for, no. for 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 Jer- no for Jerichoff. And I also like the um the head coach from the Eagles. I like his philosophy. Um, help Doug me. Doug Peterson. Yeah, I, I think Cliff. Cliff it, I think Kingsbury is the perfect fit because of his style of play. I think those guys would be good, but the way that Kyler Murray excels is that college up-tempo offense. I think Freddie Kitchens maybe could be – see how he does with Baker Mayfield. I like how we'll he get, started with We'll Mayfield get into Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold in a couple minutes, but – Look, they're showing highlights right I know. now. That's how they Kyler on. Murray, the way he delivers the ball, he looked poised. He looked not afraid of the moment, and that's what I want to see from the number one pick and I want to see from your franchise quarterback. Back against the wall, first ever start, first career possession – and you go down and get 40-something yards, 44 yards, look, I'll take it. He made good throws, and he didn't look nervous. He didn't look flustered. And Kingsbury will be the right man for this guy because of the system that he's going to implement, his college-type offense. That's why I thought a guy maybe like Chip Kelly as well, even though he, he's not going to be coming back in the NFL. I could have saw Cliff... Chip Kelly with a Kyler Murray as well because of the way his offense is up tempo, the RPO well, stuff they're, like they're that. Not, they're not going to go serious up tempo. I don't, and I, you, you can't play that way in the NFL. It's already been proven you can't play that way consistently. You can't, you can't unless somebody does do it and they change the. You're change not, you're not going to because the way the game is played, you need to possess the ball. You need to occupy time. But if you can go down, oh, if you can go down and score quick, tire your de- tire the defense out, and you could keep doing that yeah, without. Defense is going to be on the field but all day long. Yeah, but also, it makes it hard for the up-tempo yeah. offenses, those RPOs I, as well. But I know, listen, but his de- their defense did not look good last night. Shut it before I come no. over there and smack you. Not no, listen. This is what I was going to say. The reason why those offenses could work in the end is because you know how these teams are. They have so much depth on the defensive line well, that they, they can't... They already, so, have, but they, they already but have implemented I know, the college but, game but they can't. Yes, they have, but they can't substitute in and out anymore with these up-tempo offenses. If you can run with Kyle Murray or Lamar Jackson, even the Browns, what they did last night, if you can do that... You're going to tire the but defense. But you can't do that for 60 minutes. That is true. You but can you, do that for you spurts, can do it. spurts during the game. You can do it. Yes. 
but it's going to tire those defenses out, and that's why those offenses could work if somebody actually continues to go that direction. And the game is made for offense. This is what we, this is what we want. This is what the rules have have set up for us to see. There, you want to see this, and you're going to see this. And I think Kyle Murray is going in the right direction. I think he's going to have a great season. I said to you last is night. Is he a fantasy option? No, no. Are we just not saying that so we don't spoil? No, our... I'm not taking him. Okay. We're going to make a bold prediction coming up when we have our NFL preview. No, don't say it. We're going to wait for the NFL bold predictions when we do our preview show. Ted's got a very bold prediction. And and listen, and what I want to get across, and Trevor made it very clear when we talked about Daniel Jones, is everything that we're talking about these quarterbacks, listen, Kyle Murray only played one series. Kyler Murray only played one series. I know, Trev. Daniel Jones only played one series. Now, Haskins played a little bit more, and we're going to get into Haskins. But listen, you want to see when you draft a guy like Murray did at one and Jones at six – and then that you want, and, and has, at 15. You want to see some positivity. Yes. You want to see that they can yes. play the game. Yes. Kyler Murray showed last night that he can play at the NFL level. We're you know we're watching highlights right over your they head. They all demonstrated. The, bo- the ball came. The ball came out fast. They all quick, demonstrated. And they all demonstrated. All play, three of them that they, them, can, that play they the can, can play in this game. I know it's the it's one series or a couple series. I know it's the first preseason game, but that's what you want to see. You want to see them. You don't want to see them come in and struggle. And have hard times and not be able to read these defenses. You want to see them come in confident. You want to see them come in poised, composed. You want to see those traits. That's the most important traits. The arm thing, all the physical traits. Can I tell you something? Hold on. I got to interrupt you. I have to interrupt you. Why am I not surprised? Because I'm I'm reading the comments and I'm reading some of this stuff. And I just want to make a point. Who's the comment? I'm not going to mention anyone's name. But when when your comment is, oh, Boza and Ingram weren't on the field, or Kingsbury's going to lose the locker room. You sound like a moron, okay? You sound like a moron, okay? You're nitpicking. I'm not going to yeah. swear. You're nitpicking. You're like, oh, you know, it's like, hey, uh, he, he only did this because the guy wasn't on the field. Oh, Kobe only scored 50 points because, uh, you know, the best defender on the team wasn't there. Like, really? Like, that's your excuse? Like, that's your comment? You sound like... Like yeah, a, you, you listen, sound like you, you, you sound you like so- a petty little girl. Okay, yeah. you sound like a little kid. Like, oh well, he got two things and I only got one. But just don't worry, ha- Sam. But don't worry, Sam Darnold. I know looked just, amazing just, last just night. Just be I know. happy that you got something. That's what I learned as a kid. Oh, why does he get this and I don't? Just be happy you got something. Okay. We know this is preseason week one. I don't think maybe we should like put a tattoo on our heads because they might they think we're, we're, I think they Listen, think I, we're I, talking it's it's week I bet you Kyle Murray breaks Baker Mayfield's record for passing oh, touchdowns this suck. year, but I bet he also throws about 20 something picks, okay? But I but you know what? That's what's going to happen in a rookie. Sam Darnold, you know what? I, I, I don't think he looked, pre- he looked pretty good for four games. I mean, if you want to say his rookie season was comes to four good games, okay, that's Listen, fine with his, me. His first pass of his NFL, he threw a pick six. Okay, but I understand. The last four games of the season, he had the best QBR of all quarterbacks in the league. It's a progression. You just want to know that when you take a quarterback in the first round, just like Lamar Jackson, it's the same thing. Lamar Jackson, I think he's got him and Josh Allen have the most pressure of any of the rookie quarterbacks from last year, Bro, because oof. because those guys more so. And I'm not taking the Rose, and I'm not thinking no. Miami is going to be the worst team in the league, yeah. one of the worst teams. Baltimore is going to be, should be a playoff team. 
Okay, the Bills can make a run in the AFC. They get could be a made, surprise. They made some nice moves. Yep. You want to know that because of these two guys. Listen, we knocked them. They can't throw the ball. Allen, he's not accurate. Lamar Jackson, he's not accurate. Are they getting better? Are they progression? We know they're athletic. We know Josh Allen was probably a better running quarterback than Lamar Jackson was last year. Look up the stats. He had better stats running the ball than Lamar Jackson. But can they throw the ball from the pocket? Can they be accurate? Can they make decisions in two minutes? Can they step up in the pocket when there's pressure up the middle and make the throws? Listen, Kyle Murray, he had a couple times where he pressured. He was able to escape. Is he going to be able to do that nine out of ten times? Yes. But he... What you just want to see from the team is, is this the franchise quarterback? Because you don't want to waste the pick. That's what and, it's all about. And because have to guess go back what? three or four because, years down the road because and guess say, what? we effed up. No, but, we but that's the this. thing. If you do, it comes down to this. With a decision like that, when you draft a franchise quarterback. Perfect example. When Mary you, Oden and Jameis Winston okay. for Tampa. When you draft a quarterback, your, your job is on the line. Because if that guy does not pan out to be a franchise quarterback, you're probably out when you can. If he plays good, then you look like a, you look like a genius. If Daniel Jones becomes a star or a, a Super Bowl winning quarterback do the, down the do road, the Eagles or the Gettleman Rams looks, looks like, like a genius. I know. If he becomes a bum like a Dave Brown looks like or Dan or Dave Brown. Is it Dan Brown? Is it Dave Dan Brown? Dave, Dave Brown from Dave, Dave Brown. The then guess what? Dave Gettleman will forever be remembered as the guy that took Daniel Jones and really set our future our over, franchise over back. Sam Darnold and all those. That's others. that. That's what we'll be. Hey, you want a funny stat? Uh, Dave Brown from Duke was the last rookie quarterback ever for the New York Giants to start Week One, 1994. That's why the Giants should not start Daniel Jones. Wait for him. Let's get into so Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones looked good. The good. I'm not going to go to the ugly with Dwayne Haskins. I'll go to the bad because he had moments of being really good, showing, displaying that great arm that he has, but there were moments like the pick six to Mac Wilson where he looked flustered. His footwork was not there. He no, looked, no. He, he I, looked a little— Listen, no, let me explain this he, because I had a better— Oh, he was, sorry. He, well, because I understand the game— What are you bit, trying to say, bro? You're a lineman. I was a skill. I was a running back for about five seconds. Your coach didn't Who has it. the longest run in Keys history? You did. This guy, not you, the, uh, the, the, the skill guy. Okay. Yeah, the that's lineman. Because, that's because your coach <laughs> don't want to use you enough. But oh, with that being said, I love it. Dwayne Haskins on the, th- uh, the running back on the, the wing swing route. Yeah. He was stiff. If you watch his he's footwork. stiff, his footwork. He doesn't step in the throat. Just, now, here's just, the other thing. Yeah. He's also got to know this is not the college game. Nope. You got to put a little bit more waft on it. The, the guys are a lot faster, quicker. Now, the, go funny. Figure. Go funny. <laughs> funny. What well, is kind of funny? The two guys that go fun the ball, Ted. The, the, go fun Ted. That would be a great page. <laughs> the two oh, guys that picked them off were two rookie SEC yeah, guys. Two, yeah. Mac, Willis, well, Mac Wilson, the linebacker from out of Alabama. Alabama. And, Greedy and Greedy Williams from LSU. Yeah. And both guys that could have been first round draft picks that fell in the draft. With that being said, there was positivity to Dwayne Haskins. He came out first throw, gunslinging. His got first throw was on point. He's got a cannon for an arm. That's one of it. But that he, was his great. Showed, but what he showed last night, he's definitely not ready for week one either. No. Kyler Murray will be the only rookie quarterback to start this year, to start week one. It's, it's kind of by default, though. It's, really, yeah, I mean, they no don't one. have anybody else there, so he's going to be day one starter. Daniel Jones should not be the starter day one. He should give a week or two, maybe week four. See where week five is. If the Giants are one and four after their first five games, with a very decent, decent schedule, 
where they're winnable games, if they're still struggling at one and four, then you maybe say, okay, Daniel Jones, it's your time. Dwayne Haskins shouldn't start either. Have Case Keenum if you want or Colt McCoy. I know it's not the best option, but Dwayne Haskins, Daniel Jones, guys like that, they're not ready yet. They are not ready. If the Arizona Cardinals had a quarterback to no, groom listen, Kyler no, Murray, no, I guarantee Kyler no Murray's probably not. quarterback is really ready week one. But here's the thing. You you make a decision. You either have, like, the Giants situation, excuse me, where you have a, You're excused. a, a veteran legend for the franchise, or you're like the Arizona Cardinals who don't have anyone, and you have to start. Here's the thing. We were talking right before we got on the show. I said the Jets situation last year, and they are like, oh, Sam Darnold started week one. If it was Josh McCown, he was really competing in. This is not Eli Manning. Now I know Eli Manning's. Gar- you could say he's garbage. He's now garbage, you could say whatever. He's he's a bomb. He's done. He still has two two Super Bowl ranks. Okay, he's a legend for the New York Giants. He's Let the go kid to- groom. Okay, Let the kid get they groomed. had no one better. If there was some, listen, they had. Um, excuse me, Joe Flacco started for the Baltimore. Everyone started last year except for Sam Darnold. Tyrod Taylor started for the Browns. They wanted him to progress until Baker Mayfield, but he got hurt and Baker Mayfield had to step in. The Bills, the same thing. They started Nathan Peterman, but he was god-awful. They, they had to put Josh Allen in. So you don't. You want to progress. You want to see these guys learn from the veterans. Haskins, I, listen, Case Keenum and Colt McCoy, they're backup quarterbacks, but they're going to have to start. One, one of them is going to have to start. But those guys have both been in the league for a long time, and there's – and they're going to learn a lot from those two All guys. these, look. Think about it. There's no better learning than from a backup quarterback who's – think about it. those guys, Case Keenum and Colt McCoy. Think about all the guys that they've played under. They've learned so much. The knowledge look, look. that they can transfer to Here. Haskins is going to be great. Here. Now, the first problem is they got to be able to block for Haskins. Here's my first. Oh, here's also, my, when I ran, yeah, ran, because you're okay. just uh, you're making me fall asleep over here. Really? I'm kidding. Go to sleep then, and I'll finish the show. Oh, I have no pro- I'll have no problem. We got great viewership right now. I don't know how the viewership will look at the end. <laughs> Positivity. <laughs> Progress. No. All in all. All in all, your favorite word. And at the end of the day, I'm, I'm catching up to how many times you said that. These three rookie quarterbacks, they're going to go through slumps. They're going to make good throws. They're rookies for a reason. They're not coming in at their 10th year. Okay, this is rookie. They're gonna make mistakes. They're gonna look good. That's how it works. They're gonna look bad. It's all. They're gonna look bad. It's all about progression and learning and grooming these quarterbacks to be franchise quarterbacks. So guys, I want to continuously say, oh well, Daniel Jones, he looked all right, but he played against backups. It doesn't matter. You're not watching the game then. You're just not you're not looking at anything. Hey, you're just you're you're out of your mind. I stop just, watching football. Please stop watching football then. For all your comments that you want to continuously say, "Oh, well, he didn't play. He didn't do this." I don't care. They're still professionals. You know what's funny? They're not us. Hey. And these guys Shade's. are going to learn. They're going to get better. I just shot That's it. Shot aced me. If you think about the three rookie quarterbacks, the Giants are going to have the best offensive line of the three teams. Yeah. The Redskins are in big trouble right now. Tremble, Their yeah. best offensive tackle wants nothing to do he with wants the organization. Out, he wants out. out. He, wants, he, he doesn't I, want no contract. He wants gone. He wants out. And that's a problem. If that's and, just, and then Kyler Murray is going to be running for his life. That's a pro bowler. All maybe pro. A, maybe a Hall of Famer that's left tackle. That's all pro, too. That, that's, your back, that's your backside court. Doesn't want it. And so they have problems. And that's another reason why Haskins uh, struggled last night. He didn't get protections. But these guys are going. I know, and, and these guys are going to go through moments in their early on career where they're going to have to learn, overcome. It's a learning experience. Last night, two of them did well. 
One of them had some moments of good and bad. It's a learning experience. They're called rookies for a reason. It's only going to get better. We can only hope that these three quarterbacks. Because you want to see. Three I hope all three do bad next week so we can come up yes. here and bash them. So let's get into, to close out the NFL part, you were talking about the second-year starters and Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold, two, the two best quarterbacks from last year's class. Absolutely. Baker Mayfield going right down. I'm sorry, but I'll take Baker Mayfield over Sam Darnold. And I know our guy Steve Risser, a.k.a. a, a giant – no, no. He, he's a Jet fan, and he's a, an Astro fan, even though he proclaims himself a giant and, and uh, Yankee fan. Very suspect, actually. Because he loves Sam Darnold. He thinks Sam Darnold's the greatest thing since sliced bread, I guess. I but it, Sam Darnold looked great. Don't get me wrong. Sam Darnold looked great. He went down the field and did his job. He looks like he's going to be a great quarterback. But also, Mark Sanchez did pretty good in his first two years. Went to an AFC championship. I know they had the best defense. Oh, but now they have Le'Veon Bell. So guess what? Now they have to make the playoffs. So if they don't make a playoffs, what do we say about Sam Darnold? Yes, he looked good. He's going to be good. But what if he... Don't, Justin, don't knock Sam Darnold. I think he's going to... I think he's... I think Baker Mayfield's going to be better than him. Yeah, but he's also got a lot more weapons around him. That's true. I mean, a lot more weapons. That's I true. mean, he probably has the best offensive talent in the entire football league. You can't name me a better team that has three or four receivers. Landry and Beckham are the best duo in the league. There's not even a close number two. Hmm. Okay? They have a good number three and four, Higgins and Callaway. They have a they had a tight end who's going to be a top. I'm just saying, I would take I would just take Baker. They I know they have Chubb. That's all I'm saying. And they have Kareem Hunt, who eventually is going to come back. Now their weakest part is going to be their offensive line. They lost players. They lost offensive players. But Baker Mayfield looked good last night. Mm -hmm. That was one. Oh, one series. I know. Two-minute drill. Went right down the field. <coughs> Listen, you. this, kid's, you, 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 okay this kid's ready for big time. But I think so is Sam Darnold, man. I think once Le'Veon Bell comes back and plays with them, you got Jamison Crowder. If Quincy Anuva is going to come back from the neck surgery injury that he had last year, he was out. Look, I, 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 I like the tight end, Herodin. I expect that, these guys to be good. Think, Both of these I quarterbacks think, should and be I good. Think Gase, listen, I think Freddie Kitchens for Baker Mayfield is going to work out well for them. Now, will the record work out for well for them? I don't know. But I think the – the connection between coach and quarterback is going to be great. And I think Adam Gase and Sam Darnold are going to be great. Look at, you look at Gase's thing. What he has done in the league as an offensive coordinator, maybe not as head coach, wins and losses, but he's done outstanding. And when Peyton Manning, outstanding. And when Peyton Manning is your support system, a guy that speaks up for you, Enough is said. You can't say anything else. That's why I love the Le'Veon Bellwell because if you look what Adam Gase did when he was with Chicago and he had Matt Forte – Matt Forte was a beast there. Yeah. I think Le'Veon Bell was tremendously going to help Sam Darnold. Now, I said to you right before him, they got a nice slot receiver, but they don't have any outside weapons, really. Robbie Anderson and Quincy Anua is not going to be the guys that are going to, you know, scare a defense. Mm -hmm. Until they get a number one receiver, that's when you're really going to see the full progression of Sam I mean, Darnold. They're, they're literally selling Baker Mayfield right now. I know it's against Washington. Washington's going to be the worst teams in the league this year, but Baker Mayfield did his job, went right down the field. No Beckham, no Landry. Went right down the field, and he's being himself. This is Baker being Baker. This is what he did in college and with the showboating and him celebrating with his teammates. It works for this him. This is what he did in college. So for anybody that says, oh, he's too cocky or stuff like that, look, this is what he did with Oklahoma, ladies and gentlemen. 
He ran around. He's the one that had the Oklahoma flag and stomped it on the Ohio, uh, the Big O in Ohio State. Yep. He did that. He's the one that also cr- crotch grabbed. We know all about that as well. But he's the one that's going to talk smack. He's going to go celebrate with his teammates. He's going to take pictures. He's going to do it like he's a linebacker or a defensive back. That's Baker Mayfield. That's his personality. But he went down and did his job. 89 yards, up-tempo offense, run and gun, bullets. Throwing the ball, looked accurate. Baker Mayfield is going to be a star. And for anybody that doesn't think so, well, shame on you. And Sam Darnold, same way. Sam Darnold will be a good quarterback in this league. I just don't buy because of the Jets. It's the whole Jets thing. I just think the Jets are like the Mets. I think they're they're cursed. I think those teams are cursed. But Sam Darnold will do his thing. He's looked good. I knew this kid was going to be good when I saw him in the Rose Bowl against Penn State. He looked great. He looked like he made all the right decisions. Last night, he looked like a franchise quarterback. Let's see how he progresses to week two of preseason and season two of his NFL career. It's all about developing these young quarterbacks and progressing in the right direction. That's what it's all about and having the utmost confidence in your quarterback. If you didn't have the confidence in him, then why are we calling them franchise quarterbacks? What are, we, what are these coaches supposed to do? What are these teams? What are our, us fans supposed to see? Are we expecting Daniel Jones or Sam Darnold to come out and look bad? Then what would that say? Is that what you want? All I've seen is a lot of, I've seen a lot of good about Daniel Jones. I've seen a lot of bad about Daniel Jones. Like, oh, he played against this. What do you want to see from him? And what does he, ex- okay, so, so if he comes in and does bad against the twos and threes, what makes you think he's going to do well against the ones then? Okay, he needs a challenge then. He needs, he's already torn up the second and third team of the Jets. That's fine. Now let's see him against the ones. All I'm saying is all these quarterbacks, if you're a fan of quarterbacks in this league, it's a fun time to be a fan of quarterbacks because is there is a the great, be- there is a dose, a dosage of young quarterback, there, a, a big there, dosage it's of great quarterbacks. Copious the- amounts of and, great young quarterbacks. And, and I said, not even great young quarterback. Quarterbacks in general in the league. I mean, you can go 16 to 20 deep of solid quarterbacks in the league. And you listen, we're not big fans of the Cowboys, but Dak Prescott is a solid quarterback, okay? He'll, get the, the jo- he'll get the job done. He's got the second most wins behind Tom Brady in the NFL since he's been a starter. Okay, He'll get the job done. So, with that being said, I mean, he, he, people don't want to put him as a top 10 quarterback. That's fine. I know he's not. He's probably more of a quarterback in the rank in the 15s. But when he's the 15th best quarterback and he's got the second most wins in the NFL in the last two seasons, it says something about the league and what type of quarterback play is in the league. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a lot of positivity you take away from last night. Yes. There was no major injuries except for one last night, you know, Jermaine Curse. Jermaine Curse. That's a, unfortunate. God. Unfortunate. Very unfortunate to see. You never want to see somebody, especially, sustain a, an injury that serious. But a lot, a lot of positivity last night. Yes, football, Listen, football is back. Look, football was, is back, ladies and gentlemen. The, uh, the great, the running back from Buffalo. Uh, you know, I mean, first ever carry the rugby player from Flew. England. He flies. The kid Wade he gets flies. the ball first play. How about the how about the Browns punt returner? Yep. Kid just came on, randomly lied, lied and now and guess what? He's on the team and had a punt return touchdown. I mean, stories like. You know what cleats he was wearing? No. Beckham. He forgot his cleats. And Beckham, oh, really? Beckham wanted St- to borrow his cleats. Just little stories like that as well or why NFL it could be so great and is going to be great. And then you see the great quarterback play as well. That's what you're going to see. That's what you want to see. You want to see good – you just want to see football back. And ladies and gentlemen, for your information, football is back. Football is back, and it's primed to be a great season. 
and we're excited. Keys to the city, this is one of our favorite times of the year. Football's back, college football starting in 15 days. We're gonna have all that. I know the Gators against the U, first game, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great to see, to see football back. I know the summer's winding down, but football's here. Fantasy will be talking. We're going to be having our season preview. We're going to be talking more Giants, more Jets. You know how it goes at Keys to the City. We're in New York. We're a local. We're, we're a local, we're local show right now. We're a local show, and we're talking Northeast. We're talking the Patriots. We're going to talk Giants. Last night was the start to good things for some teams, for teams And both New York teams. Both New York teams. Jets will be fine. The Giants now look like they have a plan, and maybe they have their guy moving forward. Ladies and gentlemen, we're taking our one and only break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Joe Aguirre on the phone to talk New York Yankees baseball. Do they need home field advantage? Make or break series coming up for the Mets and the Field of Dreams. New York Yankees, White Sox. We'll be talking all that with Joe Aguirre. Keys to the city. We'll be right back, folks. Sports, we've got sports here on Keys to the City, brought to you by All Noise Radio. Here's your host, Trevor and Ted. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. He's going to be calling as well, Joe Aguirre. We're patiently standing by as he is standing by to talk to New York Yankees, the New York Mets. The two hottest teams in baseball are in the big city, the Big Apple. And I'm so, I'm, I'm so happy to see because the trade deadline passed and we didn't, get to talk, we didn't really get to talk about that as well. That's what I'm also as well, we missed. You know the trade deadline passed. We didn't get to ever discuss it because of the golf tournament. There wasn't much they, to say. We talked about it. But no, but, I saw, really but I've seen a lot. I saw a lot of comments. I, lost, I saw a lot of anger. A lot of people that were frustrated. The Yankees didn't make a move at all and kind of stayed quiet. But this is what Cashman's been doing all year, if you've seen it. He didn't go after Harper. He didn't go after Machado. He didn't trade in Duhar. He didn't make any big trades. He didn't go after Corbin. He didn't make those big moves that he's done in the past that was, Cashman was, has no, done. No one really made any big moves except for the Astros. But I my point, no, moves. my point is, as he stayed to his word that he's been doing since the offseason, he's been waiting, and he waited again. Listen, here's the, here's the thing with the Yankees. They're winning. They're on a roll. We expect them to win. They're better than the teams than they play. Majority of the teams that they're going to play, they're better than them. They're just more talented. Now, right now, I don't know if you say they're more talented with the team that's out there because, I mean, did you see their lineup last night? I mean... There's two guys on the, on the batting lineup that were on the starting day roster, and one of them wasn't even a starter. I mean, Tachman started oh, because of, is this, is this because of Hicks. Is this, is, this the great ho- is this the great Joe Aguirre? <laughs> Joseph. Hey there. How you doing, big guy? How's, uh, how's vacation over there? Are you enjoying? Vacation is awesome. The weather is beautiful. Oh, I, I bet it is over there. We miss you over here, but guess what? I know what's even more beautiful. It's the New York Yankees, and you just wrote an article. They're 9-0 and since the trade deadline, and we really haven't talked about it. We're, we're just going through the Yankees and how they've kind of just 
continue this never-say-die attitude and proving all the doubters wrong. Oh, the Yankee fans were so upset. We didn't get a pitcher. I know I didn't ever get your take on it because we haven't seen you. Were you upset at all that the Yankees didn't get at least any of these pitchers? No, I mean, we had talked about that. Specifically, uh, I just didn't think there was anybody available that made sense, especially the more. Okay. Well, they're 9-0 and now. You just put out an article. I hope people go check it out. And I think to me, when I look at this team and when they're playing like the Red Sox at home and they've been home, do you think the Yankees need to have home field advantage to be successful come this postseason? Or can they just go through any team, whether it's on the road, like a Game 7 in Houston? Can they do that, or do they need to get that home field advantage? I would say they need home field advantage. Could they do it if they if they don't gain home field advantage? Yes, it would be a lot tougher. This Yankee team, Game 7 at Yankee Stadium, would be extremely tough to beat. And so, you know, I've said for a while now, Home field advantage, I think, could be the difference maker. And in the article that I wrote, you know, the, the main thing I focused on is the pitching. I realize they didn't get the starter everybody wanted them to get, but they've got the pitching depth. James Paxton, I, I think, might be the best example of what I'm talking about. So James Paxton uh, has an ERA in the first game here of 11.37. All other in it, if he's this, he's got a 293 all right. I don't know why this guy already isn't having an opener every single time out. And I've been saying it too, when Severino and Vicente are back, they're both throwing bullpens this week. It's very likely they'll back. Those guys will make perfect openers in a short period. Do you have any question? Do you have anything to say? No, it's, you, you're it's, it's, it's different than having him right across. I know the it's, 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 a, right it's now. a little different. And, just, and, yeah. just, and, and again, the general conversation. I mean, really, there's nothing negative to say right now, other than I don't I still, think there's, I, not, there's I not, think, not one thing. I still think they have a pitching issue. I watched a game last night in between the Giants game, but I watched the game. Herman was good for four and two thirds inning, and then the fifth inning came, and that's when he started to struggle. And you're like, all right. Listen, what is, at the end of the day, what is going to be the solution or what is going to be the answer for the Yankees when it comes playoff time? Are they going to do two openers? I've seen that. Would the Yankees do like CeCe and Paxton? You know what I mean? Have CeCe go for the first three and then Paxton go for the next three. And then maybe Herman and someone else. I've seen, I've seen that. Because really you're only going three starters in, in the playoffs, maybe four for an extra game. But you figure Tanaka's going to be possibly the number one starter in game one. Then it's probably going to be Herman. And then you might go, okay, let's go uh, CC and, and Paxton. Or, and, three, and give me three good innings and give me good, another good three. And then maybe we go Chad Green and Hap. And we start Chad Green. I mean, you saw him the other day. They used Tommy. Um, Tommy Canley. Canley. I mean, he used him. And he gave us two good solid innings. That's my only biggest thing is how is it going to work when playoff time comes because we know they can hit. They have been hit. Everyone's hit. I mean, it's unbelievable. Joe, I think Gio, I mean, Gio's our hottest hitter right now. It's unbelievable. There was an article the other day, yep. and I sent it to you and Trev. I said, food for thought. What do the Yankees do next year with Andujar and Gio? And then I read the end of the thing. I'm like, good point. Why not keep both of them? You've seen all the injuries that's gone through this team this year. Do you think that will – but that's not going to transpire again come next year. You you can only hope that the Yankees don't have another year of 20-plus guys on the IL. 
I mean, you can only hope. That's why a guy like Enduhar, with Gio playing so well, I know he's 28. He's 28 right now. He'll be 28. And Enduhar's still young, coming off of shoulder surgery. They can play first base. Gio's playing first base. But what too about a guy right? like Voigt and Carnacion, who's still on the contract? You're gonna have Carnacion's all- out after the year. He's still on the contract for this year. He's still on the contract for next year. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Why would they, they're going to have a big issue come if especially? It's with, not a big with issue with the way Urshel is playing. It's a good issue to have, but it's a big issue, look, look and it's look and at, it's an, look at Talkman. I mean, you I, could, I, I mean, I know. I mean, it's amazing, Joe. And I'll let you, you know, say what you got to say is, you see a guy that you, we're taking from Colorado who was batting less than 200, and now a guy that's. I mean, he's like one of our best hitters in the lineup. I know. I Talman, know I, mean, I don't know who's hotter, Talman or Shella. It's amazing to see what this team is doing right now. Nine and zero since the tra- since the tra- um, trade deadline, and that's why I'm so happy for this Yankee team. They continue to have this like doubt, this this never say die attitude, and keep proving us wrong. What did you write in the article? I want you to just give a little preview of what you just wrote in your most recent article. So here's one of the biggest things is the depth that this team has. The Yankees' top three leaders in slugging percentage right now are Mike Hoffman, Gio Urshela, and Cameron Maven. The Yankees have 10 guys over this season. In the last 30 days, Yankees' six through nine hitters are hitting 301, 353 on base percentage, a 529 slash nine with 17 home runs. The depth of this team. That next man up mentality has worked with the starting lineup. I don't. I've seen a reason why you can't have your rotation have guys go three innings at a clip. Just keep bringing in fresh arms. I, I think that's the way that the Yankees have enough good pitchers, shut down guys, where you could throw that for an inning or two, Kainley for an inning or two, throw out of Vino in there. If you get McDaniel back, he can give you a couple innings. You can have half throw a couple innings. Axon, Sebastian, every single night the Yankees could throw five guys out there to throw an inning and a third and shut down the whole series. So it's going to be unconventional. The Indians did it in 2016. I don't think there's any reason why the Yankees can't use that formula to go all the way to the tenth. Okay. I, I, I would suggest people that are Yankee fans to go check this article out as well. Yeah, he, he writes some great articles. And, and, well, and, I hope so. You know, he, he's a professional. He's a professional and, in this and, game. And you don't have to agree with it. You don't. Because, because every because everybody doesn't agree with stuff nowadays, which is fine. Oh, listen, it's totally I, normal. I still think the Yankees are the second best team in the AL right now. Oh, I, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. You are out of your mind. And, the New York Yankees oh, are the— so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. You're out of your mind. What else do the Yankees have to do? To prove to you that they're a good team. Well, here's my thing. Who do you think? The Astros are the better team? Right now, I think so. No, I, I, listen, the Yankees play the Astros this month. No way the Astros are better. Than, I don't care that Grinky. Grinky's got an 11-point, like, 4-8 ERA no, the against the New listen, York Yankees. The Yankees play the Astros this month. I want to see how that series goes. Because I think that's going to be a preview for the ALCS. You're out of your mind if you think that the Astros. The Astros are not a better team than the New York Yankees. The New York Yankees are the best team in baseball right now. Hands down. Right now when they have a – they don't have – they have a here's lack – you know, the thing. Hold no, on, they have they're, a la- they're beating up on teams that are garbage. And they're supposed to do that. I know that. Last year they that's had issues true. with that. So, but here's my thing. Uh, he said, no, this is true. No, my he said, that's not true. That's not true. That's not well, true. Toronto and Baltimore are not. The Yankees, really. hold on. The Yankees are thirty-eight and twenty-one against bad teams. 
They're 37 and 18 against teams with a record of 500 or better. That's the best record in baseball. So they're not just beating good teams, bad teams, beating well, they're, well, they're, they're beating they are, everybody. They are exactly. beating everybody. And I know because they have, I think by percentage-wise, they have the best percentage, winning percentage in all of baseball right now. And everyone has flaws. They Listen, do. the Astros don't really have a back-end bullpen that's solid. Neither do the Dodgers. The Yankees have that. So I And I do agree with Joe. If they can get to the fifth inning with the lead, it should be game over. It should be. I just think the way they are hitting the ball, can that continue in the playoffs? Because – this year, Joe, it has been a weird year for home runs. With every, I mean, you watch the ball, everyone is cranking Yeah, up. if there's every- one team that's doing it better than no, – there's no team better than doing it than the Yankees. And I, and I, and I wish Joe was here to get into – Joe I, is I, here. I, no. Joe is not physically here, but Joe is here in spirit. Joe, I want to ask you a question. Do you think there's something wrong yeah. with Aaron Judge? He doesn't look like the same. He does not look like the same player. You could say it's still the injury or whatnot. He doesn't look like the same player, Joe. He does not. You know, it's definitely the injury. Um, before he came back, there was some concern that the injury was still there. It was going to affect his swing. It was going to be more base hits as opposed to hitting the long ball. He's, he's looked pretty bad the last few days. I mean, you know, he, he might need a day to sit. And, again, they've got the depth to do that. You know, uh, just real quick to hit your point about back end of the bullpen, the Yankees are 21-0 on the when Adovito, Kainley, Britton, and Chapman in the same game. Guys always got the stats. Oh, of course. That's why we always <laughs> – he's, he's our weekly guy. We have to have him in. Joe, who's – But here's the thing. Oh, okay. Those stats things you can rely on. It, 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 it's a pattern that you're seeing. When those four guys get into a game, game over. Okay. Joe, who's the hotter team right now in New York, Yankees or Mets? The Yankees. I mean, the Mets might be winning games, but who cares? I mean, they're. Th- <laughs> How did so, I know? I, I, just, I figured because Joe, the, the Mets have been the hottest team since since the All Star. Listen, I, you know. I mean, they're you know only. They're I'm hope. happy for the Mets. I really am. I'm, Mets, hope, I'm hoping. I'm making it right now. Mets Yankees World Series. <laughs> Mets. I would love that. Can you imagine that with Subway Series? You got oh, you got Syndergaard. Your favorite guy, Degrom, and then the Yankees. So the the want to be Yankee, uh, Strowman, and you could have had and Wheeler as well. That's four. That'd be. I'd love to see the Yankees Mets World Series. And they've solidified the bullpen a lot, at least in the last couple weeks. Their bullpen has pitched much they just better. Signed, and they, they and they're hitting. They're and hitting they're hitting. Them. They got a huge series. This next, is it a make or break for the Mets? These next two series against the Nationals and then the Braves and the Braves. It's six next. Do you six think years. that if they don't? If they could come out like two or three in these next two series, they you think they still have it? Do you think they still have a chance? Yeah, they they've got to win. They've got to win four out of six, or you might as well just hang them up. What are the percent? What's the percentage you think the Mets could make the playoffs currently? I don't think the Mets would make the playoffs. Uh, what's the reason why? I just think there's too many other. Things. I think their manager is probably the worst in baseball. Okay. I'm surprised Callaway still has the job. <laughs> you know what, Joe? But considering everything, it's pretty remarkable the way they're playing. And I hope it continues. For Mets fans, listen, if for New York, it's great. I mean, this, we, we're, we started to show off with positivity, you know, something we don't always start with because it always seems like we always talk about negative and want to bring down people. But for the Giants, positivity last night, the Jets, and then to see the Yankees and Mets, especially this time of year, because usually by August, the Mets fans are already on the golf course. I mean, they've already had a lot of practice, so they, they, they're to getting ready To see them still the- in there. To be a New York fan right now, 
is a positive. It's a good feeling because a year or two ago we were just saying that, oh, my God, the New York sports world, other than the Yankees, is abysmal. And now you see the Giants maybe have a plan going forward with Daniel Jones. The Jets with Darnold and Le'Veon coming and the new look this year. Then you got the Mets, red hot right now, and the Yankees, the best team in baseball, red hot, could be possibly the favorites right now to win it all. You look at New York sports right now, and if you're a New York fan, the Knicks still suck. Oh, the Knicks, the Knicks are still, the Knicks still suck. But other, but with those four teams, if you're a fan of those four teams, you have to be happy right now. Especially if you're a Yankee fan and a Met fan right now, because the Mets are playing great and the Yankees are just great. They've been they've been consistently great throughout this entire year. As great as Boston sports has been over the last eight, ten years, yeah, it, it feels like Yankees. The Mets, Giants, and Jets—that that things are trending in the right direction. That's all you can hope for is, is to be optimistic about your team and the chances that they have. And listen, I don't mean to diss the Mets. You know, all year long, people have been saying about the Mets is the bullpen, the hitting, blah blah. Look, they added Strowman, and all of a sudden they're winning. They're not winning because of Marco Strowman. They're winning because they had a good talented team. They just couldn't get it together. But again, I think that I could have been that way. I think they should have fired him months ago and brought in a real manager. I think this Mets team might be in a better position as they pull the plug alignment. And final thing, Joe. What do you think of this whole uh, Field yeah. of Dreams thing? Yankees-White Sox extra. I think, it's, I think that's awesome. I think it's going to be pretty unique to see come next year. What, do you, what is your whole take on this Field of Dreams game? Okay, so there's one there's one sports team that makes me cry a lot, and it's the New York Yankees. Make, they make wait, they make you cry a lot. Why do they make oh, you yeah. cry a lot? Emotional, emotional cries, not like sad cries, happy cries. Oh, okay. Because the giant the Giants have you, done that for you, me. You want to make me cry in a text? Go get the full game game five footage. Inning or eighth inning when when Paul O'Neill goes out last time and the fans start chanting, Paul O'Neill, I'll yep. be crying in seconds. Okay? There's one movie that makes me cry consistently. It's Field of Dream. You're putting those together, baby. That's waterworks for me. Are you, cr- are you crying right now? Are you crying right now just about the thought right now? Are you crying currently? I'm getting a little, <laughs> getting a little choked up. I watched that. Out. I watched the Aaron Good promo and I got, I got all choked up. I'm very excited for it. I think that's I think that's awesome that baseball has implemented stuff, unique things the like one, this. The London thing, the Cuba, Little League World Mexican Series when they went to Little League World Series. Did Seri- Omaha and they, Colorado? They've done it in different spots, and I, I think that's one of the cool things about baseball. Well, here's the thing: that's tra- one of their strengths is that they attract, they're trying to do whatever they can to attract fans, and, and I can appreciate that. And you had to have the White Sox because that's what they had. They had the the Chicago Black Sox come out of the thing. Oh, it's gonna be do it's gonna and be then great. The, and then you the gotta Yankees walk through the, the Yankees. Co- you gotta walk through. The corn maze to get to the field. 8, it's going to be 8, awesome, people. man. It's Who cares be- about how many people are going to be here? Just the the view, no, the unique for, for the state of Iowa too. Has who who doesn't get a lot of their games? They were saying last night a lot of the MLB games get blacked out in the Iowa. So for people who have never seen a baseball game, especially in that area, it's going to be awesome. The tickets you because there's only going to be eight thousand are going to be to the roof, but it's just going to be an awesome experience. I can't wait. I'm very interested to see. It. I somebody said, oh, it should be an exhibition game. I think it's stupid. I said, no. Why not? That's people that just no, have no, that nothing. Was the guy, that's the guy on the Yes Network. Who? The, which one? 
Oh, Don? Don. Don, he, Don he's just a guy that just yells a lot, and that's it, and tries to make his point. I just think it's cool because baseball, listen, they have to do whatever they do to attract other fans and different things, and this works, mm-hmm. okay? And they're trying yep. to – and it, it's a global thing. It's a money thing. And, hey, listen, as long as we see Kevin Costner throw out the first pitch. Yeah, if you could get Kevin Costner throw out the first pitch. And, that, and I hope the White – oh, the White Sox are going to wear those and uniforms. Who, and the guy who played Mufasa does the voice. James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones comes out, maybe Joe, and does like a little – Are the uh, White Sox going to wear those uniforms? Is that my question? They should that, go old school. I think they, they, should, should. they should. They should wear the – they should I go. want them to wear the black top uniform, and I'd also like to uh, play a couple innings third base for the white. Joseph, as always, thank you for calling. Thank in. you for calling in <laughs> and taking time of your vacation to join us and talk some baseball. We'll see you next week. We love you, big guy. Enjoy the rest of your vacation. All right, pal. Thanks, fellas. You're welcome. See you, buddy. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the fan favorite, Joe Aguirre. Everybody, if you missed today's show, you can check us out on Spotify. We'll be out later on. YouTube, Amazon Prime, iTunes. We're streaming everywhere. Sports is starting to heat up, ladies and gentlemen. Football is back. The Yankees and Red Sox are red hot. If you're a New York fan or you're a sports fan, you're loving what's going on. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be back next week. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. To the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.